Welcome to Water into Wine with Mignon, the place where we discuss the practical and supernatural ways of the kingdom of God that are relevant to your life. And now, today's podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Mignon Morell. Before I get started on today's subject, I just wanted to remind everyone that we have a new website up from waterintowine.org. And on that website, I have a lot of videos and different teachings and things and information. Um, if you're interested in learning more about how to grow with God and the kingdom. So I want to encourage y'all to check that out. I also have a Facebook page and, um, my Facebook page is the water into wine. Don't know why Facebook did that, but they did. Okay. So today we're going to begin speaking about dreams and the basics of dream interpretation, how to understand and decipher your dreams. Now, I'm going to be doing this in a two-part series because there's a lot of information. And I don't want to make either podcast too long. So I encourage you to listen to both of these when you have the time. Now, dreams are a subject of great fascination in the body of Christ. And they typically fall under the category of the prophetic. Job 33.15 says, In a dream, for instance, a vision at night, where men and women are in deep sleep, fast asleep in their beds, God opens their ears and impresses them with warnings to turn them back from something bad they're planning and from some reckless choice, and keep them from an early grave with the river of no return. So we see that scripture has a lot actually to say on dreams. And the importance of dreams and the fact that dreams, um, many dreams can be God given. Acts 2, 14. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. You Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, let this be explained to you so that you will know and understand. Listen closely to what I have said. For these men are not drunk as you imagine, for it is only the third hour of the day. But instead, this is the beginning of what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, telling forth the divine counsels and your young men shall see visions, divinely granted appearances, and your old men shall dream divinely suggested dreams. And on my men servants also, and on my maidservants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. So we see here um, that Peter said God would pour out divinely inspired dreams and visions to his people, as he had promised all the way back in the book of Joel. So we know that we are living in this time. Throughout scripture, we can see that the Lord used dreams to communicate with man, whether it was giving dreams of direction or warning, correction, dreams of revealing the future, or even dreams of heaven. God spoke with man in his dreams, and God still speaks to man this way today. Now, because of this, as Christians, it is important for us to learn how to interpret our dreams so that we can understand the truths and information that the Lord is conveying to us. So in reality, dreams are basically just visions that you have in the night. In God-given dreams, dreams are basically invitations to get to know God better, to learn more about how he communicates to us about us and our lives and, and our relationship with him, and to discover his plans and purposes for our lives. 
Now, something to understand is that we all dream. The general medical consensus is that we typically dream at least four to six times per night during the most active REM stage. Many of us dream longer as the night goes on because the REM stage of sleep can extend longer the longer we're asleep. Dreaming is actually essential to our overall health and is one of the ways our subconscious mind processes. So we all dream, but the deal is many of us don't remember our dreams. And there are various reasons uh, for this having to do with the subconscious mind, the soul, you know, our bodies being overly tired, etc. But when God is speaking to you via a dream, he will also help you to remember that dream because there's a reason for it. Now, if you're prophetic, you will dream every night and tend to typically remember most of them. So we're going to talk about sources of dreams, types of common dreams and keys to dreams and some basic dream symbols and what they mean as I go through these talks. But first, I want to focus on sources of dreams in the dream realm, because not every dream that we have is from God. And in fact, not every dream we even think is from God could actually come from God. So let's talk about sources. There are three basic sources for dreams. Of course, the first is God. God uses dreams to communicate with us, providing insight on different things he either wants us to know or address. Or we prayed about things and he's giving us answers. So, so the first basic source for dreams is God. The second source is the soul. The soul is our mind, our subconscious mind, our will and emotions. This is where we do a lot of internal processing on what is happening in our lives, in our thoughts, our feelings. This is also where we experience and deal with restlessness. In fact, science says that even when we're asleep, our subconscious mind never shuts off. So processing is actually happening continually in our minds. Now, if you haven't listened to my podcast called Soul Talk, I encourage you to go and download it because it has a lot of good information on how the soul is different from the spirit, how the enemy attacks us to the soul, uh, even in our dreams. And it will be helpful when you're discerning this question of if the dream is from the soul or not. So the soul is the second source. The third source is the enemy. Now, the enemy gives us types of dreams that can be things like nightmares or unsettling dreams, dreams of deception or inception. And the enemy gains access to our dreams the same way he does in real life because of past sin, unrenounced false gifts, curses and attacks. I used to have many attacks and dreams. I used to have people astral projecting into my dreams. And this was all due to the fact that I had an occult past history in my generations and when I was younger. Um, if we have open doors, the enemy can often use them to harass us in this way. So if this is happening on a frequent basis to you, you need to ask God to show you what the open doors are and then pray or gather some trusted people in your life to pray with you to close those. So three basic sources. But the interesting thing is that you can have what I call are mixture dreams where you can be processing something in your soul like restlessness and then God breaks into the dream. Or you could be having a dream uh, from the enemy and God breaks into that dream as well with information or deliverance. So it's possible that you could have a mixture of these dreams as well. So the next question is, if there is mixture in dreams, then how do you tell the difference? Well, first, 
The Holy Spirit is always the greatest discerner when it comes to understanding what is of God and what is not. And he needs to be your constant companion when you look at your dreams. And he is the source we go to first to decide what the actual real source of the dream is. Is it God? Is it my soul? Is it the enemy? And second, you can always judge by the fruit of the dream. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 16, you will fully recognize them by their fruits. Do people pick grapes from thorns or figs from thistles? Even so, every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the sick tree bears bad fruit. A good fruit, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad diseased tree bear good fruit. And every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Therefore, you will fully know them by their fruits. So a good rule of thumb is what was the fruit of the dream. How did it make you feel? Confused, enlightened, happy, afraid? Did the dream line up with your life in Christ? If God is speaking to you in a dream, his desire is for you to understand what he's trying to say to you, even if you have to research it a bit. So the first thing you do if you're not sure of the source of the dream is to go to the Holy Spirit and get his help on deciphering the source. And then you judge the fruit of the dream. Those are two quick ways for you to figure out what is the source. Now, I want to say something here about dreams that people don't often talk about. God absolutely speaks to his people in dreams. But in the kingdom, while dreams are good and have great values in our lives, I believe that God desires us to speak to us more directly. Now, why? Because Jesus is the model for our walks here with the Father, and he had direct access via the Holy Spirit all the time. God would prefer to speak to us more directly. The problem is that many of us are so busy during the day or we have soul block issues that we can't hear him very well. So he speaks to us while we are asleep because he has a captive audience. So dreams are great and can introduce us to the way God speaks and the things he wants to discuss in our lives. But the goal is to get to the point where he can speak to us more as he moves throughout our day. Okay, so we talked about source. Let's talk a little bit about types of dreams. Let's talk about that. Now, I also want to say here that when God is teaching you how to hear his voice, a lot of times you will be in a season where you have a lot of dreams because he's trying to teach you how he communicates. So that also happens for us. It's a, that is a season and a time that you spend learning how God communicates with you so that when you have your time during the day, you more easily recognize his voice in your life. So types of dreams. As I mentioned earlier, dreams can be used for guidance. They could be used as warnings. Uh, They can speak about the future, reveal heaven's plans, all of those kind of things. We're going to talk about some common types of dreams that we can have. Now, I want to say this is not a comprehensive list, but it's just meant to give you an idea of what can occur, what types of dreams you can have. Now, again, if you are prophetic or an intercessor, you will tend to dream every night of either things, events, or issues that either pertain to your personal life, um, to other people's lives, or to what God is doing or what is occurring in the world in general. So it's not uncommon if that's your anointing or your calling in life to dream a lot. That's why it's important for you to learn how to interpret your dreams. So types of dreams. First, let's talk about healing and deliverance dreams. 
Often these are dreams where one receives healing within the dream or the healing is promised. I once had a dream where Jesus came to me and told me he was going to heal a torn ligament in my knee. Now I woke up with no healing, but three weeks later he healed it exactly as he had said. Now, deliverance can also occur in these types of dreams. For example, when one dreams of of bathing, showering, shaving, or washing, or using the bathroom, these symbols typically represent cleansing, repentance, purging, and deliverance in one's life that is either needed, taking place, or is about to occur. Areas of cleansing that God's working on or wants to work on. Healing dreams can also involve uh, dreams of the healing of our emotions and our soul. For example, seeing someone who's died we were close to and releasing them in peace in our dreams is a type of emotional healing. Also, in healing and deliverance dreams, we can have a reoccurring theme or person that keeps happening. Um, If this is the case, we need to seek the Lord and ask um, about what soul wounds or sins we may be dealing with that need healing in regards to this person or event. For example, I would often have a dream of a certain person from my younger years who I was emotionally attached to. In the dreams, this person would come in and do things that were appalling to me, and I would wake up feeling really bad. So when I finally asked the Lord, what's going on? He revealed that I had a soul wound issue with this person and that the dream was a signal that this had not been healed. I then got prayer for inner healing in regards to my old relationship with this person and the dreams about them stopped. So healing and deliverance dreams are dreams where we receive healing or we're processing healing and God's making um, information about that healing apparent to us. Other types of dreams, prophetic or calling dreams. I call these prophetic calling dreams. These are dreams where we are shown the future of either our lives, the lives of others, or of events of the world and the church in general. These are also dreams where we can be shown our specific calling. A calling dream example would be where you have a dream where you see a past saint or somebody in the ministry who functions in a real high calling and you either receive an impartation from that person in the dream or you are shown yourself in the future doing a specific type of ministry in the world or to the body of Christ or in business, okay? Or you hear God's voice in the dream telling you what is coming in the future. There are many different uh, types of prophetic dreams one can have, from dreams about what is coming in our lives, as in job or financial change, to what is occurring in the lives of those around us. The story of Joseph, Genesis 37.5. Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. And he said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream and this time the sun and moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. When he told his father, as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and your brothers and I actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. You know, I think it's interesting here that uh, when he told them the dream, all of his family members actually knew what the dream significance was. They knew what it signified. 
Very interesting. So prophetic calling dreams, they're not uncommon and all of us can have them in different ways. Prophetic current event or future dreams. These dreams, again, are common among intercessors and prophetic people. And actually, I believe they're going to become more common among many in the church who don't even really function in those levels. And they tend to be about current events, either that is happening or what is happening behind the scenes or what God is about to do in relation to man's affairs. These are typically dreams of information and or warning that are usually a calling for intercession and an agreement on behalf of the body of Christ. In the book of Daniel, uh, we see that Daniel had many of these types of dreams. We also see in Genesis 41, where Joseph speaks to Pharaoh of his dream of current and future events. Joseph said to Pharaoh, Pharaoh's two dreams both mean the same thing. God is telling Pharaoh what he's going to do. The seven healthy cows are seven years, and the seven healthy ears of grain are seven years. They're the same dream. The seven sick and ugly cows that followed them up are seven years, and the seven scrawny ears of grain dried out by the east wind are the same, seven years of famine. The meaning is what I said earlier. God is letting Pharaoh in on what he is going to do. Seven years of plenty are on the way throughout Egypt, but on their hills will come seven years of famine, leaving no trace of Egyptian plenty. As the country is emptied by famine, there won't even be a scrap left of the previous plenty. The famine will be total. The fact that the Pharaoh dreamed the same dream twice emphasizes God's determination to do this and do it soon. So here we see an example of a a dream of what God is going to do in the coming of future events on the earth. Now, also, I want to say something here. If you are prophetic, when you are just starting out to really begin to understand dreams, God will speak to you about your life first before he starts giving you sweeping dreams about the future things upon the earth. And I believe this is so he can train you to understand how he speaks in this way. I had a lot of personal dreams before I started getting big world event dreams. But again, if you're an intercessor or a prophet, you eventually will have a world event dreams at some point, typically, so you can pray in regards to what you're being shown. The word says God doesn't do anything without first letting it be revealed to his prophets. So there. Warning dreams. These are dreams where you receive warnings about events, things, issues, or people either in your life or coming into your life. For example, if you're dreaming of a specific person over and over and their actions are odd or hurtful, this could be a warning dream about that person's true motives and identity. In warning dreams, it's best to immediately seek the Holy Spirit's input on how best to respond to the information revealed in the dream. Now, if you look through scripture, God gave many warning dreams in the Bible, but probably the most famous one he gave was in Matthew 2.13. Now, after they had gone away, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph, saying, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you, for Herod is about to seek the child to destroy him. 
warning dreams. I've had many warning dreams, especially in regards to people. I think God gives those to us on purpose, especially if we're praying about our relationships in life. I had one about a specific person. I kept having very odd dreams about them. And it wasn't really until the relationship ended that I was able to go back and see, oh, God was trying to tell me the whole time. There are some things here that aren't good. It's real important if you have that kind of scenario going on that you pay attention and go to the Holy Spirit and ask them, Holy Spirit, what does this mean? What do I need to be aware of and what should I be doing about it? So warning dreams. There are information and strategy dreams. These are dreams where we are given the strategy or plan of how to deal with something or someone or an attack occurring in our lives. Often during these dreams, solutions are given to the dreamers in a variety of ways, like how to fix something, how to deal with the person. Uh, These dreams can also um, have angels or God coming into them to help bring the information to the dreamer. Jacob received a strategy dream from God in Genesis 31, 10. And I had a dream at the time the flock conceived. I looked up and saw that the rams which mated with the she-goats were streaked, speckled, and spotted. And the angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob. And I said, Here am I. And he said, Look up and see all the rams which mate with the flocks are streaked, speckled, and mottled. For I have seen all that Laban does to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you are anointed the pillar and where you vowed a vow to me. Now arise, get out from this land and return to your native land. So we see here he was given a strategy dream from God. So you can get strategy dreams. A lot of times uh, dreams like invention dreams are kind of strategy dreams when you're trying to figure out how something works or how to do something. That's also common. So those are types of dreams. Warfare dreams. Now, these dreams often contain some type of warfare, fighting, or battle that occurs. Warfare dreams can also be where the enemy's strategy and plan of attack in your life is also revealed. In some cases, what we call nightmares are actually warfare dreams, where the enemy's strategy is being revealed uh, uh, that's happening against you. We're just not always aware that that's what's happening. Again, this is why it is important to note the fruit of the dream and to ask the Holy Spirit for the source and guidance on it. Judges 13, 15. When Gideon arrived, behold, a man was telling a dream to his comrade and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream and behold, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian and came to the tent and struck it so that it fell and turned it upside down so the tent lay flat. And his comrade replied, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, son of Joash, a man of Israel. And to his hand, God has given Midian and all the host. When Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, he worshiped and returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has given into your hand the host of Midian. So here we see the strategy of God's revealing strategy about the warfare that was occurring in a dream. I remember back in 2011, Texas was in the the, uh, grip of a really long drought. It was the summertime. We were heading into the fall. And God gave me a dream. Uh, Many intercessors at that time had been praying and had been repenting. And that was kind of the strategy. And God spoke to me in the dream and said, enough repenting. You need to pray to break this alliance and gave me the information about the alliance. So I released that word uh, to intercessors when I got it. 
And uh, people started writing back and started to pray. And within two weeks, the drought stopped. We started getting rain and things started coming through. That's an example of a warfare strategy dream, okay, where we saw it actually had a difference, that the, the outcome of it. And you can have that for your life as well. Direction dreams. These are dreams where God gives you specific direction in regards to things in your life. It can be steps you need to take or plans you need to make or avoid. Matthew 2.19 says this, But when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take unto you the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. Then he awoke and arose and took the child and his mother and came out into the land of Israel. But because he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being divinely warned in a dream, he withdrew to the region of Galilee. He went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth, so that what was spoken to the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. One of the coolest dreams I've ever had was a direction dream that God gave me many years ago. I had a dream that I had been involved in an earthquake, and from the earthquake I went into the desert. And when I was coming out of the desert, I was coming up to this beautiful mountain. And on the mountain, I could see myself ahead. I was riding horses in this beautiful corral on the side of this mountain. It was lush and beautiful. And at the time, in the desert... I was walking up to the mountain when God appeared and he stopped me and he said, you cannot come on to my mountain with all of that. And I looked down and I was dressed, I had certain clothes on. I had like a old wild west clothes and I had bullets and I had a gun and everything. And I asked him in the dream, I said, how, for how long? And he's, and he said, you will be in your fifties when you're on the mountain. When I woke up, the Holy Spirit had revealed to me this was a direction dream, and I understood what the dream meant, that I was going to have to change my perception and the way I did things, especially in regards to spiritual warfare and such, in order for me to come up on God's mountain. We all know the scripture that talks about the fact that on God's mountain there shall be no war, no one shall fight. So it was a really cool dream about directions that God was giving me to make the changes. And now I'm in a season of living and fulfillment of that dream. So direction dreams can happen. If they do, we need to be really careful and go with the Holy Spirit and let him help you decipher what steps you need to take or what steps God is going to take you through. Because in my case, it was a long series of steps that God did to break off past understandings and really transform me more into a kingdom mindset. So that's an example of a direction dream. Nightmares. These are dreams of the demonic and or hidden soul issues and fears. You know, when dealing with nightmares, it's real important to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what is truly going on behind the scenes in these dreams. Is there a need for an inner healing of a wound or a trauma that the enemy is conti continually hitting? Um, if your children or having reoccurring nightmares, you need to pray and get the answer on their behalf of what healing needs to be done to be released to them so the nightmares can end. As stated before, sometimes what we call nightmares can also actually be warfare dreams and a call for us to grow in an understanding of spiritual warfare. There's one account of a nightmare found in scripture in Matthew 27, 19. 
While court was still in session, Pilate's wife sent him a message saying, Don't get mixed up in judging this noble man. I've just been through a long and troubled night because of a dream about him. So we see nightmares can happen. They can be from the enemy. They can also be from trauma and different issues. So with that's happening, you need, to, again, to ask the Holy Spirit to show you what the source is and start to reveal to you what steps you may need to take in order to close those doors. Okay, sexual dreams. These are dreams of a sexual nature. Typically in dreams, sexual union means agreement or wrong covenant and like. <clears throat> Again, these could also be dreams where healing and deliverance is needed, especially in areas of like dealing with sexual pornography or dealing with any kind of deviance or sexual immorality. These dreams can also be a warning of others' true motives towards you. Again, because sex tends to mean agreement. If you're having dreams of a sexual nature, Go to the Holy Spirit, ask him what is going on behind the scenes. And if you struggle with pornography, you will need to spend time repenting and getting delivered from this issue and the demonic that comes with it, often before these types of dreams will end. Again, a lot of these can be put under the heading of the healing and deliverance. Heavenly dreams. These are dreams of heaven and or being taken to heaven or being brought up before Jesus or God to speak with them, or of angels speaking to us. These are dreams where the Lord may come and speak to us and show us things in heaven or how the kingdom works. You know, often the person will feel as if they've actually been to heaven or in the presence of God. This is especially common with children who dream. These dreams can also include dreams of Jesus uh, speaking to us about our lives or giving us things we need. Genesis 28:11 says, and he came to a certain place and stayed there overnight because the sun was set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down there to sleep. And he dreamed there was a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood over and beside him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father and the God of Isaac. I will give to you and to your descendants the land on which you are lying, and your offspring shall be as countless as the dust or sand on the ground, and you shall spread about to the west and to the east and the north and the south, and by you and your offspring shall all families of the earth be blessed and bless themselves. And behold, I am with you and will keep watch over you with care. Take notice of you wherever you may go. And I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done all of which I have told you. And Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. So right here we see a great example of a heavenly dream, a promised dream, where God speaks to Jacob directly. God still does this today. You know, I shared on an earlier podcast about a dream I had not too long ago where Jesus came and he took me to heaven and we were on a school bus and he spoke to me about my life. We spoke about the past seasons, about the people in it, as well as where I was headed. And even at one point in the dream, the Holy Spirit came in and showed me how we were protected uh, in our life in this season. And I've had other dreams uh, where I've seen angels in the dreams and I've had dreams where God has spoken to me and I wake up and there's the presence of God in the room. This is not uncommon. It still happens today. Now, the things with these types of dreams 
is that, you know, you can still have, like I said earlier with the sources, you can have a mixture of these dreams where you have some warfare, but then you're shown, you know, a prophetic part. So it's possible to have all that. But this is just a good way for you to know, hey, these are common types of dreams that many people have. Now, again, one of the most important things to remember is discerning what the source of the dream is and the fruit of the dream, as this will help you in interpreting the dream. Now, on part two of this talk, I'm going to go into covering some basic keys and how to interpret your dreams, as well as some dream symbol meanings uh, so that you can understand how it all works together. For right now, I want to close with a quick prayer, especially for people who don't remember their dreams, um, that we can pray for that to be removed so that you can. So we just come, Lord Jesus, I want to thank you that you love to speak to us, even when we're asleep, that you're always speaking. And we so desire to hear your voice. Lord, I pray right now for all those listening, especially for those who don't dream or feel like they don't dream. Lord, I ask right now that during this week, you would begin to uh, remove the soul blocks and turn down any voices, stress, etc. Lord, that may be inhibiting them from remembering the dreams you're giving them. Lord, I also ask that you would actually pour out more of your spirit right now on these listeners, that you would begin to reveal to them the strategies they need, the hopes that you have for them, and the plans you've laid out for their future. I thank you and ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. For more information, podcasts, videos, prophecies, and teachings, simply go to from waterintowine.org and follow us on Facebook at The Water Into Wine. This podcast is produced by Media 12 Productions, media12.org. <laughs>